And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 44 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian, actress, podcaster, and identifier of squirrel poop. It's Jackie Johnson. And she's a comedian, actress, podcaster, and your new best lube friend. It's Helen Hong. Tone Zone is here to storm our nation's capital and demand that Kim Cattrall be part of the new Sex of the City reboot. And her husband Daniel saying hop on board the Love Bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we'll have the good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little chin-chins. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Tim Faduba. I might... There's a G in there. It's like Fadugba, Fadugba, Fadugba. But I've decided it's silent. Faduba. I, I might be saying it wrong, but anyway... He says that is a West African snack. And I looked it up and it's like these little dough, fried dough squares that have nutmeg in them and they look so delicious and I need to get them. So not only on Patreon can you submit a carbohydrate that I will then call you, but you get a bonus episode every week or almost every week. You get access to Zoom parties. Um, you can see this very video. You can see a certain guest who I will introduce in just a moment spritzed herself with something and then showed off some candles. So we got to get into that. Hello and welcome back, Jackie Johnson. What did you spritz yourself with? With this rose water and it smells so lovely and it really uplifts you. So I love a face mist and I love a face mist at the office. So if you're working at your office, I highly recommend getting one because if you're feeling tired, baby mist, mist it up. I don't know if they could hear the mist. It sounded like this. <laughs> Perfect. And then what kind of candles are you burning? Okay, listen to this. If anyone out here is in Texas, I guess anyone can order them. This is from a local store in Texas uh, in Dallas that my sister got me. It is my favorite smelling candle of all time. It's called Bless Your Heart. Oh. <laughs> which is such a Texas like passive aggressive phrase. I'm going to blow it out real quick so I can look at the name. Tyler candle company tyler is a a little town in texas these are i believe a woman-owned brand indie brand but honey look it up if you live in tyler you better get you one and if you live close you better get you one but this one's called bless your heart describe bless your heart i'm not really good at like doing notes Mm. I would love okay. for the company. Oh, you know what we should do? We should have Helen call the company and ask because she loves oh. to make a call. My God, let I me will. introduce Helen Hong. Hi. Helen Hong, hello. Fan favorite, which is not to say that anyone else on the show is not a fan favorite, but everyone loves you. They are so excited for you to come back. Hello, Helen Hong. Thank Welcome you back. so much for having me back. I am ready to call the company and find out what the notes are on bless your heart because Jackie you're right like I know enough southerners to know that bless your heart is like deep shade it's a basically you're basically saying go fuck yourself yeah in the nicest way possible like oh bless your heart go fuck yourself yes and I love that so much and Jackie I love everything about your situation right now um if you are not blessed enough to be on the patreon 
and see the video of what's happening. Jackie Johnson is in a completely empty room. It looks like you like broke into like a house that's on sale. Right I'm now. squatting. You're squatting. Yes. <laughs> like literally there's no furniture whatsoever. She's wearing like a, a my phone- own merch. She's wearing a phone banking headset, like yes. a headset that you'd live down. Hi, 1-800, bless your heart. How can I help you? <laughs> She's wearing a headset like that. She's like waving candles and spraying herself in the face. And um, I have so many questions, Jackie, about what your situation is right now. Like, why well, my first squatting? question, I need to oh. know, did Helen's call to the vet, was that on the best of 2020 list of the Allison Rosen show? I mean, it had to have been, right? Okay, let me introduce Tony because he keeps score, <laughs> and then we will get into all of this. Okay. Tony Thaxton, hello. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Like, we have me every single week, but I got a proper introduction, so thank you. Well, the thing is, you bring it. <laughs> yeah, especially today, as you can tell. <laughs> Tony, I miss your Christmas decorations, and I know that the fact that you de-Christmased um, means that we'll just appreciate it more next year. But I got to say, it was so festive. And I, now it's just regular. I know. But uh, but again, like it's, it was weirdly like, I normally hate taking them down, but there's, there's so little going on that like now that it's like it feels new again that they're not here. Because like, oh. I got so used to them. So now it's like, yeah. oh, now it's different again. Mm, I mean, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Okay, let's get to all of Helen's questions. But it is currently 5.07. Full disclosure, we had some technical difficulties, and then Jackie had some light difficulties. It's, I don't really believe in Mercury in retrograde, and I don't even know if it's in that right now. But it seemed like everything didn't go right at the beginning. So we're starting a little bit late. Is Texas is two hours ahead, right, Jackie? They're yeah, so it's 7 p.m. in Texas. I don't think the Tyler Candle store is open. I'm concerned oh, that they might not be, but do we want to hear what their message is? Oh, interesting. I'm on their website because I was like, maybe I could pull up the notes. Okay. I but, feel like we um, should have, if Helen's up for it. So I, for anyone who's they just. Have a, they have a 1866 oh, number. Oh. All right, let's do it. Now, I know, Helen, this is going to mean that we're losing your recording of yourself, but <laughs> that's Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have to stop recording on my phone because I don't think I can record and make a phone call at the same time. So I'm I don't think so. Recording. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm about to call the Tyler Candle Company and ask them what the notes are on uh, Bless Your Heart. Okay, what's yes. the number? Okay, it's 1-866-895. I'm hitting call. I'm putting it on speaker. I'm making it loud. Do you guys hear? Mm-hmm. We do. Okay. Oh, I hope they're home. It's probably just some lady's house. <gasps> this would be so much more fun if I was drunk. Allison, <laughs> I'm going to do your podcast now from do now it. on, just drunk. Do it. So that we can call people and make friends with them. Let's do it. I love it. Thank you for calling Tyler Candle Company. Our office hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Dang it. If you know your party's extension... You may dial it now. All of our associates are currently busy assisting other customers. Please select from the following options. If you are a customer with an established account wishing to place an order with customer service, please press 1. For information on becoming a retailer, please 
Chris? No, and that's not us either. Speak to someone in accounts payable or accounts receivable. No. Please press three. That's hey, they us. might know. Purchasing questions, please press four. We need the notes department. Or customer questions, please press five. Oh, customer questions. To speak with the operator, please press zero. Oh, zero is the operator. Maybe they have an after hours. Maybe someone's working overtime. Yeah, maybe oh, there's an after hours person. <clears throat> it's called Bless Your Heart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang it. I feel like nobody's home. I swear, if this phone call doesn't go through, Jackie, we're calling your vet again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not even an outgoing voicemail? Seriously, no voicemail? I think we're going to get back to the main main number. What's happening? Should I hang up? (gasps) What accent is this? (laughs) If you are a customer with an established account and would like to place an order for customer service, press one. What? Is she British? Sounds British. Yes, I think so. To speak with someone in accounts payable or accounts receivable, press three. All right. I say we... Do you guys they're like not. They're not at the office. <laughs> no, but how many accents do they have going? Uh, that is like... She, yeah, she sounds like fake British. Oh, hello. Uh, I'm a customer. I recently purchased a candle from your company. Um, it's a lovely candle, by the way. And the candle is called uh, Bless Your Heart. That is the scent of the candle. Bless your heart. And uh, I myself am not from Texas, but I have enough friends from Texas to know that in Texas, bless your heart is kind of an insult. Um, it's like a much nicer, f- sweeter way of saying go F yourself. And so I was wondering about the notes about this, this, this candle scent because I really enjoy the candle scent. I really like the candle. I'm just curious about the naming of it as bless your heart because... Isn't bless your heart like a way of saying go F off in Texan? I- I'm just curious. And, and I would love, love to know how you came up with the name and, uh, and how would you describe the notes, the scent notes on bless your heart. So uh, my name is Helen. If you would please call me back. My number is 646. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you. And uh, don't bless your heart. That's that's don't bless your heart is, is I hope the opposite of saying bless your heart. Okay, bye. Oh my god. <laughs> that was wonderful. Okay. So <clears throat> just to catch everyone up, in case anyone missed it, the last time no, the time before the last time that Helen was on, Jackie was telling us about having take having taken Chooch to the vet in Delaware. Delaware. And because of COVID, you only talked to him on the phone, but you suspected he was hot. He sounded hot. And you knew his first name, but you wanted his last name, right? We knew his, we knew his name. Yeah. So Helen called the vet to just casually inquire about whether he's an attractive man. And, and she was, gave us the goods. It was so fun. And yes. And then, though, because I am, I love a project. I found some pictures of him on Facebook. Right. And we were a little bit, dis- he just wasn't the 10 that she had promised. Yeah. But then, you know what? Afterwards, I listened. I listened back, Allison, to mm-hmm. the podcast afterwards. And I thought to myself, 
this woman has a crush on this stuff. Oh, a hundred percent. And I don't, I don't know why I, I didn't quite pick up on it in the, in the moment. Like while I was talking to her, I think we were just so obsessed with finding out if he was hot. But then I was listening back and I was like, okay, she clearly has it for like, she has the hots for this doctor. And now what I want to do is call that woman again, the same woman and be like, has anything happened with the doctor? <laughs> we need and if not, how can we facilitate something happening? Like, I want this woman to hook up with her hot doctor. Same. He must be really charming. Did, I mean, she was charmed? like, she went on and on about yeah, him. Yeah, she, she was, knew like, so much some, about him. Some girlfriends to chat about him with. I, I uh, think we should try to call her back. Do you think that they're there, Jackie? Well, it's a 24-hour vet, so oh they're definitely God. there. And but we don't like know we who called- answered. Last time we called, it was a late. It was a little bit later too. Oh yeah, it's That's a twenty-four hour place. They're definitely this- there. We just don't know if she's there. Did we catch her name last time? I don't I remember. So. Maybe at the yeah, very top she either. said it, but I don't know. Helen, how are you so brave? I'm more brave with a microphone, but I'm not this brave. I I think it's years of stand up. I've been doing stand up for. 14 years and you know I do a lot of crowd work like you have to be ready for anything like when you're at a club and like you know at this point like I I love doing crowd work like I I legit feel like I can talk to literally anyone like I just moved to South Central LA my entire neighborhood is black and Hispanic and um like I feel like some of my neighbors try to phase me Mm. you know like there'll be like groups of like big groups of like black men standing around and like they just see this tiny little asian girl and i think they try to phase me like hey mama you you know and i just i come right back i'm like i i have a quip for everything like i you cannot phase with words you cannot phase me because i just that's what that's my job i need some of that so are we gonna do it should we call? But we don't know what her. We don't know her name, no, and I don't even remember it. what his name was. I do. You do? <laughs> of course, Maybe I we do. Call. Maybe we should call and just see who answers. And if it's not her, we could be like, okay, well, I called last time, and there was another person working, and she was like really friendly and helpful. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm down to re-explore this. <laughs> I mean, what the? Heck? Why not? Why not? Hey, I'm I mean, uncomfortable, but it's, it's not me. It's an epidemic, and everybody who works there has a crush on this doctor. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I just, what would be the opening angle? Like, you'd be like, hey, I actually, I called, and somebody, we had this conversation. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I, if did, you're, I'm down if Helen's down. It made totally her night. Down. If we, if I remember correctly, it made, the, like, we felt that, like, this woman clearly loved the call. She, she had it. She had a crush on him and she was really forthcoming. And I got a sense that she had like, she had like, she finally had someone to talk to about him. And I can't believe I didn't pick up like, I, I wish now that I was more aware and more like present to the fact that she obviously had a crush on him and I would have approached it differently. I would have been like, girl, how can we get shoot you to your shot? Yeah. I, right, 100% I would have been encouraging her to shoot her shot. Okay. Yeah. I would, however, before we do this, I would like to uh, share the notes of Bless Your Heart because they are listed on the website. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) They're listed on the website. And I also just want to say, honey, they have every scent you can imagine. And they've also trademarked a lot of them. Bless Your Heart is actually trademarked. Well, I'll never say it again. And they have one called Cowboy. 
which says it's decadent in its sensuality. I love a decadent sensuality. I mean, <laughs> I want, they have one called lipstick. I mean, I'm telling you, these candles are really, really wonderful candles. If anyone out there is like a candle freak, look no further. Let's go around and try to just guess one note in Bless Your Heart. Okay. And I'll go first because it's my show. Yeah. I guess vanilla. Wait, hold on. Should I give you the description and then based on that you come up yes. with the notes? Yes. yes. Tony, can you play something to indicate this, some kind of fun game? Tony Thaxton. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Read us the description, please. Okay. Innocent, sweet, playful. And always truly genuine with two exclamation points. Mm-hmm. I'm still sticking with my, um, with vanilla. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, wait, oh, are, are we waiting to see if it balances right first? No, we're going to all go around and then okay. she'll tell us. Yeah. I'm going to guess, um, lilac. Oh, that's good. That's a good innocent fragrance. Yeah, mm-hmm. lilac. Tone zone? I'll say lavender because it's kind of the only thing I can even think of right now. And I also am going to guess freesia because I, I feel like it has a clean scent. All right. Did any of us get any of them right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. This is the suspense. Oh, my. Allison was correct. The first <gasps> note listed is raw vanilla. Oh, oh Allison. Maybe I could and work for Tyler. I could be a Tyler Candle Co. retailer. And the only other flower note listed is Lily of the Valley. You were so which close. Which might be close. You guys, both of you were so close with your L flowers. Yes. Isn't Lily of the Valley the flower that you use at a funeral? Oh, is it? Is it? I know that if you <laughs> consume it, you can die of poison. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it, de- it puts I, you in a funeral. I felt like that's there was a- yeah, I felt like there's death. <laughs> there was something death related. That's yeah. a real bless your heart. Okay, yeah. it's raw vanilla, bergamot. Oh, that's like a lemony smell. Sicilian orange, mm, raspberry. Oh Ooh. wow, fig leaves. Oh, I love a lily smell. of the valley. They keep coming. Cotton candy. What? Whoa. That's a husk. What was that? Ended with woody notes with two exclamation points. I, if that was a fragrance, I would wear it. If that was a tea, I would drink it. It's all over the place. I'm telling you, it is intricate, delicate, fun. I love it. It's my favorite candle. But I want to know why they named it Bless Your Heart if it is indeed, like, a really nice smell and there's no, like, shady element to it. Why, why did they name it Bless Your Heart? Like, were they being earnest? Like, oh, I think they were. Heart. Or were they being shady? Like, oh, bless her heart. I think they were being genuine. I think so. Oh. I don't imagine. I don't think of candle makers as being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good point. However, I do feel like there are some sassy candles out there. There are some snarky candles. I had that one yeah. that said freshly signed divorce papers. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I know that Essie Cup, recent guest on the show, had one that's like not into adulting today or something like that. <laughs> um, I had something to say and I just lost it. 
but it was going to be very good. God damn it. Candles. Who got the candle? I don't know. But I will tell you that I was feeling very not peppy earlier. And then I was in the bathroom straightening my hair. And Daniel burst in singing, not knowing I was in there, singing Show Yourself from Frozen 2. Does anyone know this song? You don't really need to know it. But it's like, show. And he would. So I just heard a loud musical coming at me show. And then on yourself, he burst in and like so hard that he slammed the door into me and it hit my slipper, thankfully. So it did and like bounced off of that. But it gave me such a jolt that it really got my juices flowing. Like, I think that my body is still, I think the adrenaline is still coursing. That's why I couldn't remember what I was going to say. You almost got punched in the face by your singing child. No, this is my husband. Are you husband? husband? It's worse. <laughs> if it was my child, that would be understandable and forgivable. No, it was my husband. That's I, I should have just locked the door. I just didn't think it was necessary. I thought that he could hear me just right on the other side of the door. That's- anyway, yeah. So that oh. happened at our house. Um, and then my other thing, it's equally, uh, imp- equally weighty and important in light of the national news, um, global news, really. Had a dream last night. You guys know who Rachel Lee Cook is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a dream last night that Rachel Lee Cook gave me, a, like, did my makeup and stuff. <gasps> and then I woke up and I was like, I should tweet, had a dream that Rachel Lee Cook gave me a makeover. Glad to see she's paying it forward. Because, you know, she mm-hmm. got a makeover in She's All That. Right. And I was like, that is such, this is the middle of the night. That is such a good tweet. I should definitely like, I'm not going to tweet it right now because it's the middle of the night, but I should definitely like put it in my notes app so I don't forget it. Because I was really, I was like, I'll remember it. And I'm like, no, I won't because I'm going to, you know, it's the middle of the night. I'll wake up and I will have forgotten this tweet. And I woke up and I was still, rem- like, it's the only thing my brain was just saying it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So now my question by light of day, and I don't trust my own perspective given that, I, my life was endangered by someone singing Frozen. Is that a good tweet or no? I think so. You do? You think I should go for it? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's only, it's real like targeting. Is it, Gen, it's not Gen X. It's after Gen X. It's a I mean, millennial it's, tweet. Yeah, it's a millennial, it's a millennial tweet. tweet. Sure. All right. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. I, I yeah. think I could use more cred with the millennials. <laughs> that'll, that'll get it. <laughs> that, speaking like this, that. Is yeah. that going to get uh-huh. it? Yeah. Okay. So. Is Helen going to call the vet? It's like, it's like when you go on a date with someone and you're young-ish, but old enough to be sexually active, and you know that tonight might be the night that you're going to have. Actually, I, I'll stop making this so vague. <laughs> I lost my virginity on my 20 and a half birthday, and the guy and I, thank you, Tony, <laughs> we saw Ace Ventura 2 in the theater. <laughs> Ace Ventura 2, not even 1. 2. When nature calls. And that's right. I do not remember a single thing that happened in that entire movie because I was just like, tonight's going to be the night. Tonight's the night. Oh, my God. I think tonight. I'm nervous. Do I want to do this? Am I ready? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I had a whole musical happening in my head about it. So anyway, I just feel like it's sort of like that. Like this is Helen going to call is just hanging in the air. And are we going to do it or are we not? I'm like the virgin and you guys are like Jim Carrey right now. That's right. Yeah. That's right. 
So I sort of feel like I'm going back and forth because on the no, what's the downside? Here, my only issue bad. would be it's an emergency vet. So mm-hmm. if we call and occupy her for too long, a dog could be dying. Oh my so, God. Well, when you put it that way, we shouldn't call. Well, no, but last time Helen talked to her, she said, she prefaced it with, how is it? You know, and she said, no, because the call, it was a calm moment. Nobody was there. Yeah. Yeah. She made right. sure and asked. And it didn't seem like she was the only one. Oh yeah, there is definitely, she's definitely not the only one. So I think if if it's a stressful place, if we call and she says, hold please, and it's like a thing, then it's not right. And if it isn't, I mean, I don't think a question would hurt. I think you're right. I'm all for it. What was the guy's name? Okay, y'all have to bleep it. Yeah. Dr. What, did he have a first name? Do we remember? No, we didn't get a first name, but we found it when Allison found him on Facebook. And right. I already don't remember. Do you remember? We could go through the emails and find it, but we that's don't need right. the, we don't need we don't, that. No, There's only one like, that works yeah, there. That's okay. right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get the number. Now, right, Tony, number. you, you bleep the numbers, right? Yeah. I've already made notes. Yes. Uh, thank you. You bleeped my phone number too, Tony, didn't you? I'm going to, I'm going to turn the volume out. up on that one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're putting it in the title. So many phone calls coming to me. All right. So I'm going to stop recording on my phone yet again. Okay, great. Call the number yet again. But if Tyler Candleco calls in the midst, oh. you drop the vet and you pick up that call. Yes. Absolutely. 100. <laughs> 100. Okay. I have. Okay. I'm ready for the number. Okay. It's 302. 302. 645. Okay. <clears throat> Can you hear? Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling office is currently closed. If your pet is experiencing a medical emergency, please press 6 to speak with our emergency team. If you would like to leave a message for the pharmacy, please press 3. Why are they closed? If you would like to leave a message for the hotel, please press 4. The hotel? It says open on here. Or I'll call in to schedule an appointment. Please call back during regular business hours. Oh no, this isn't what happened Monday last time. Friday, what should I do? <laughs> I get... I, I guess they're closed. All right, I hung up. I hung up because I was like, I was panicking about having to make a decision about the number. It what says the they're open, but maybe COVID reasons they're closed early or something. I don't know. I mean, it's 830 on the East Coast right now. What's the hotel? Yeah. What's oh, the is that like a like where a the dog, dog boarding? Yeah, probably. I wonder if they would know. Maybe we should just maybe we should just let it go. But I do wonder if they I mean, wouldn't they know him? Is it all like one facility? It's all one facility. <gasps> should we call back and call the hotel? Yes, but what are what are they going to know? <laughs> well, it's Hi. certainly not going to be the same woman. <laughs> that's right. True. That's what I mean. And you don't know what this Hi. woman's name was. Hi, we called about six months ago uh, <laughs> to a woman about a hot doctor named Doctor, <laughs> and we want to know. I mean, listen, (laughs) I doubt that they get much excitement in the uh, hotel department. (laughs) So we could at least get a second opinion. (laughs) All right, let's do it. Okay. Okay. So I'm calling the same number and I'm calling for the hotel this time. Yeah. (laughs) Tony, did you just quit? (laughs) (laughs) We're crank calling a vet in Delaware. (laughs) Stoop to a new low. If your pet is experiencing a medical emergency, please press six 
speak with our emergency team. If you, you would like that. to leave a message no. for the pharmacy, please press three. If you would like to leave a message for the hotel, please press. Four. Oh, it's a message, oh, message for the hotel. If you have a general question or are calling to schedule mm. an appointment, Dang. call back during regular business hours. All right, I'm Damn more. it! Monday through Friday, seven thirty a.m. Don't leave a message. Saturday, seven thirty. No, we just see what they say. You have reached the hotel at If your pet is currently in the hotel and you would like to talk to a member of the staff during hotel hours, please call 302-841. I say I'm going to schedule a reservation. Please leave your name. I thought it was going to be like, and you'd like to talk to your pet. (laughs) Damn. Well, thanks oh, for man. the effort. I mean, thank you. I feel like we just let down everybody, but you know what? We're not going to fuck with an emergency vet. That's what no. we're not going to do tonight. That's not true. We don't fuck with people. We bring joy to their lives yes. via Helen, who's willing to be brave for all of us. I, Helen, I'm willing to talk to anybody about anybody. I, I, I hope that this, I hope that the Tyler Candle Company calls us back and tells us to bless our the, hearts or whatnot. So, Helen, how have you been? It's been a while since we talked to you. What's new? How's Dodger? Uh, Dodger is... Oh, my God. We lost Dodger in the woods for two hours. Oh, my God. And I thought I was going to die. My dog, Dodger, is a husky German Shepherd mix. He looks like a husky. He's covered in husky fur. Um, But I got him from the Van Nuys City Shelter. And I, I guessed... I could only guess that he's never seen snow before. And so my sister and I, who lives with me and our friend was like we should take dodger for a snow day up to big bear and just introduce him to snow and see how he reacts because he's a husky and i was like that sounds amazing so we pa- i was like fostering another dog so it's three girls and three dogs in a car and we drive up to big bear and we forget because not- none of us have been to big bear in years that the day after it snows there's a every every asshole in la is thinking god <laughs> and so <laughs> It takes us six hours. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It normally it, takes two, right? It's a two-hour drive. It takes us six hours to get from L.A. to Big Bear. We get there. It's like 3.30. There's one hour of sunlight left. We pile out of the car. We, it is beautiful. There's, it's snow, everything's covered in snow. We get into this beautiful uh, snowy hike in the mountains. We take all the dogs off the leash. Dodger seems stoked. He's like playing in the snow. He's like prance, prancing around like a snowy rabbit. We ha- It's a beautiful day. We head back to the trail and we cannot find Dodger. Oh my God. Like we realize at a certain point we're like, where's Dodger? Dodger, Dodger, Dodger is nowhere to be fucking found. And now it's like getting dark. And, like, we can't remember where we parked the car. Like, it, this is, like, the whole time I'm, like, oh, my God, this is how we all fucking die. Because this is, <laughs> oh. like, we're just three idiot girls. And I'm, like, I thought you I thought you were memorized how to get back to the car. No, I thought you were taking notes on how to get back. None of us knows how to get back to the car. We have oh two God. out of three dogs. It's, like, rapidly getting dark. 
we finally not thank God it's like not in the middle of nowhere. Like there's houses there and stuff. So we knock on these people's door and we're like, hi, we lost our dog. And they're like, oh, no, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. And I'm like, and also we don't know where the car is, but we have the little peg on the map of like you parked here. And they're like, oh, you got to go down this road and down this road. down there. Oh, my God. We get back to the car. We're like, fr- I'm freaking out. I'm like envisioning my dog dying in the like freezing. Mm. Is it getting dark at this point? It's dark. Oh God. It is dark. It is dark. So we're like game planning. Like this was supposed to be a day trip. We were going to drive up there for a couple of hours and drive back. Now it's like 6 PM. It's pitch black. My dog is nowhere to be found. We're game planning. Like, okay, we have to call a hotel. This is new year's Eve weekend. Everything's booked solid. Oh no. We're calling up like Airbnbs and hotels because we obviously have to spend the night and see if we can find the dog. We drive to a sporting goods store. I buy $200 worth of flashlights and headlamps. (laughs) My friend and I, we drive back. We go up to the mountain. We have flashlights and headlamps. It's pitch black. It's freezing. I'm screaming my dog's name. Ten minutes into searching, he pops up out of nowhere. (gasps) He's like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, not even phased. Oh, my wow. God. I thought he was going to be freezing to death because we had left him out there for three hours at this point. He's not He's not cold. He's not shivering. He's not panicked. He's Sounds just like, like he didn't even realize. That it's like he, he didn't even missing. realize. He's just like, oh, hey, mom. Well, he's a husky. He's in the snow. He's probably like, here I am. This is where I belong. And I'm like on my knees. I'm crying. I'm like, Dodger, Dodger, where have you been? And he's like, what's, what's the big deal? Like, what? What do you guys... Why you like? Why you tripping right now, mom? Like it's like what the fuck? I was envisioning you dying. No, he's fine. He's one hundred percent fine. He's just chilling. I don't know what happened. He like went off the trail for like a minute and then like couldn't find his way back. I don't know what happened. But anyway, did you end up staying the night? Yes, we ended up staying the night in the world's shittiest Airbnb. <laughs> which was one of those like frat house Airbnbs that has like 19 rooms in it that you only rent out when you're going up to Big Bear to ski with like 22 of your friends and everyone's like 12 years old. Everything was shitty. There was a pool table, but like nothing was cleaned. There were bunk beds. Bunk beds! (laughs) This is the type of Airbnb we got. It's the only thing we could find. There were literally rooms with bunk beds. So you could sleep like 19 people in this one house and everything was disgusting. They didn't have soap in the bathrooms. I was like, are you kidding me right now? It's the, we're in the middle of a pandemic. The one thing you're supposed to do is wash your hands and you don't have soap. Anyway, everything sucked. I'm never um, on a road trip again. <laughs> I'm glad it ended up okay. Were you angry? This is what I want to know. What was there like a blame game happening? Who was blaming who? And For also, sure. were you mad at the other dogs? A little bit. Like, did they let you down? I was. I was mad at the other dogs because I was like, this is your friend. Can't you? (laughs) You guys are supposed to have this incredible sense of smell. Like, can you not smell him and lead me to him? Like, this is in movies. It's like, bring it. We've lost a body. Bring in the dogs. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, losing a dog and you have two other dogs and the dogs are just looking at you like, I'm cold. Like, can we go? Like, are those specially trained? Those are specially trained dogs, though, I right? So. But I think we all do suspect that our dogs could probably do this. Jackie, have you ever lost Chooch? Chooch would never leave my side. 
But Chuchi is not a, so Huskies, you know, they innately tune out sound and follow scent and they will go, I think it's like a four, I, I shouldn't just throw out a random number. They go a certain amount of miles and they know exactly where they are and they can get completely back because it's built into their true? brain. Is he was true? just being a Husky. Wow. And most likely, if you hadn't left that spot, he would return exactly to that spot. You just don't know when. It could well, have been a few hours. That's exactly what happened because yeah. where we found him was pretty much exactly where we had lost Yeah, him. that's just what Huskies do. But it was three hours later Yeah, he was just chilling there like, hey. Yeah, he was <laughs> just being a Husky. When you let a dog off leash in a wide open area when that is what they are born to do. Yeah. They're going to do that. You know, yeah. my dog is a companion dog. So she lives to just be with me. So if I let her loose, she would just look up at me like, what, what are we doing here? You know, she would right. never, she would never run away from me ever. I don't know what Wendy would do. I've never given her the chance. I yeah, feel well, like she's, she... she's a hunting dog. So she, mo- she might, she might try to hunt. Being a, that a spaniel, she's a hunting dog because mm-hmm. she looks like she looks like a companion dog. I mean, she just looks like a big smushy stuffed animal. Yeah, well, but I yeah, think King she Charles might. Cavalier spaniels—they are a little bit more of a companionate a breed, but but right. spaniels are hunting dogs. Right. Wow. I mean, yeah. my dog is so not like he's not a husky in a lot of ways, like. He doesn't, he's a little bit older, so he doesn't have that crazy energy that Huskies have because mm-hmm. um, he's a little older and he's not, ha- he doesn't howl. There's a lot of traits about him that are not Husky. Yeah. But it, what he did love being in the snow. And it was interesting that he just like, we straight up lost him for three hours. And I thought he was going to die alone in the mountain. I was terrified. I had all these horrible thoughts you know, of him just dying alone up there. Um, and he, like, three hours later, he's just, like, straight chilling. And not not chilling, like, in a cold way. Like, he wasn't shivering. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? I'm here. With, I don't know what the big deal. I don't know why you're crying. I'm like, oh, my God. But can I bring up another issue that's happening to me right now currently? Yes, please. We have a mouse. <gasps> house. Tony, can you play the doo-doo-doo? We have a mouse in our house Mm -hmm. that we just discovered two days ago. My sister wants to call her Belinda, but I want to call her Penelope. I love both those names for mice. Right? I mean, and for for people. She's the tiniest little mouse. And we think she just, I don't know, we've never seen her before. So we think, but now we've both seen her like three or four times. So like. I don't know if she just moved in or if she's just getting comfortable or what, but I'm sitting at my kitchen table the other day and I see something moving out of the corner of my eye and I look under the stove and I just see this tiny brown body like darting under the stove and I'm like, holy shit. Um, And then I tell my sister who's sitting across the table, I'm like, we have a mouse that's under that stove. She's like, no. I'm like, yes, I just saw something moving under the stuff. She's like, no. I'm like, she, my sister's eating cheese. Why is she so incredulous? Because it's it's weird to think. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have wrote, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you you seem like someone who lives in a house with mice. I'm just saying like you, you know, you don't seem like someone who would be lying about it either. Yeah. And I'll, I think my sister was more like, you have very poor eyesight, Helen. Which I do. <laughs> I do have right. very poor eyesight. I have very thick glasses. And she didn't, I don't, I think she was like, 
you don't have good enough eyesight to have spotted mm. a mouse out of the corner of your eye. And I'm, and my sister happens to be eating a piece of cheese at the time. I'm like, put a piece of that fucking cheese in front of that stove on the floor and let's see what happens. And wouldn't you know, we see these tiny little paws come out. <laughs> tiny little clawsies come out and try to grab the cheese. And she's like, oh, my sister's like, oh, and I'm like, I told you there's a fucking mouse. So, so since then, do? we've both seen this mouse. The mouse is like trekking all around the house. You have a roommate. So my sister wants to call her Belinda. I think she's more of a Penelope. She's teeny tiny. Dodger is completely unfazed. Like my dog Dodger either is completely unaware that we have a mouse or is afraid of the mouse or is like, well, I guess we have another roommate now. Um, Here's but, what you should do. Yeah. What, what, do I, what do I do? Put out two pieces of cheese and one on a piece of paper that says Belinda, <laughs> one on a piece of paper that says yep. Penelope and let her choose. Like yep. whichever she eats first. <laughs> Is her name. Great idea. Your sister would have to sign off on this. But then but. also, what do we do about the fact that we have a mouse that's living oh. in our stove? Oh, that issue. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't want to scare you, but I don't think Belinda, I've chosen that, by the way. Okay. I don't think she lives by herself. <gasps> oh, you think there could be Belinda and Penelope if you're looking at the I think there's side. a whole house full. There's a whole nest. There's a whole family. You like, think there's like mice don't roll solo. And Sterling are living under there, and they have a they have a <laughs> they have a nephew named Pip. Like there's a whole extended family. I don't think she's alone. I mm. named the so when I was in New York. And I don't know if I've mentioned I used to live there. We mm-hmm. had mice and it was truly a dark, dark period in my life because I was very afraid of them. I recently announced on this show. No, I recently announced it on a Patreon episode with Tony and my husband, the one who sings Frozen and barges into bathrooms, but um, that I'm changing my whole attitude toward mice in the house because I feel that I shouldn't be so afraid of them, even though it truly does terrify me. And I don't want to regard them as vermin. I want to regard them as cute little critters that need help going back outside. But anyway, I tried to name them in New York. So I'm like, if I name them and think like think of them as just, you know, they live here too, maybe they won't bother me so much. And I named them Rob, Chad for the Low brothers, but I, I, I'm a fan of both. I don't think of the, that they're like rodenty or anything, but Rob, <laughs> Chad and Grover. And it didn't, giving them cute names didn't help me at all. But what did help was we called an exterminator who sealed up any entries. Mm. And that's what you should do. And that's my advice. Yeah. To find where they're coming in. And yeah. Then yeah. I also, I don't know what to do about, because you're right. Like there are people who keep mice as pets and they're, and if they had a long tail, they'd be a squirrel. You know what I mean? Like they, they look kind of cute. Um, but I don't really want them roaming around my house. Um, so my sister immediately started looking up like rat traps and mouse traps. <gasps> Some of them are so inhumane. I know. And, and horrible and mean and, and like torture. And like, meanwhile, they're showing ratatouille in their ads. And it's like, why would you want to do this? Like maiming to ratatouille. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so we're trying to it's figure upsetting. out a humane way to catch them and then release them far away from our house. There are, hu- I believe there are humane traps, but that 
has to go along with with sealing the entry points or else it's just you might you might relocate Belinda, but you're not going to stop them from coming in. Right. You guys have really taken to Belinda. Um, It's a good name for. It's like magical to me. Oh, more than Penelope. I don't know why I keep wanting to call her Penelope. It's good, but I like the other one. It just, yeah, it was yeah. just personally resonated yeah. deeper. I think, deeper I think I like your concept though, Allison, of her picking her own name. So I think yeah. before we do any trapping, I think we will do your thing that you suggest. Okay, good. Please, please report. One is Belinda. One is Penelope. You can pick your own name. Maybe she's a he. I don't know. I didn't That's check true. the genitalia of this mouse. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a trans mouse. Right. You know, like maybe it's a non-binary. You know, I mean, no. maybe you should toss a couple more cards out. I was thinking that too. Do a do a male name and then do a I don't conform to gender choice. That's a great idea. Right. So maybe so there's Belinda, four so choices. There's four choices. There's a piece of cheese that says Belinda, Penelope, maybe uh, Sterling. I don't know why I keep thinking Sterling. I like that. Uh, a good mouse as name. A, as a like a, a you know a male name and then a, a non-gender. What's it? Pat is the only name I can think of that's like a non-gender conforming. Well, anything or could like be. Leaf. Yeah, that's no. Right. Leaf is actually usually a dude. I think Phoenix. I don't. Yeah. I think anything could be a non-gender conforming name. You know, yeah. so I think yeah. just give that a give it an option. Just like, hey, just yeah. so you know, I don't want you to gender me. Option. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. And then I'm gonna catch the shit out of you and drive you deep into the woods to release you. We hope. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you for working this out with me. Yeah, that was uh, the most recent thing that's been happening is the mouse. Poor Belinda or whoever you are. Yeah, I found it very hard to not be consumed with the presence of critters in my apartment when I lived in New York. And I I felt like I should be able to like think my way out of this. Like it really, like they're not really going to hurt me. Why is it so upsetting? But I I did find it very upsetting. Like I didn't, I didn't have peace of mind. It's visceral. Right. Yes. Like it's something that you can't even control consciously. Like for some reason, rodents don't freak me out as much as roaches. Holy mm. shit. If Those I also see a roach, I am jumping three feet into the air. Like my heart stops for a second. Like there's something so visceral that is so terrifying and disgusting about roaches to me. Um, Jackie. Oh, go ahead. And I know some people feel that about mice, too, but I don't feel that way. And some people feel that way about snakes, but I don't feel that Some way. people feel that way about birds, like a bird in their apartment, which to me would be no big – I mean, I, would, I wouldn't want it to stay there, like flying into things. I would want to help it out, but I right. wouldn't feel – I don't feel freaked out by a bird f- flying into my house. Yeah. You know what happened the other day? Mm. What? A hawk flew into my garage. <gasps> oh, Really? A hawk flew into my garage. What? <laughs> and I couldn't even believe it. Ben was like, Jackie, the ho- there's a hawk in the garage. <laughs> that would be scary, like, Excuse actually. me? And I was like, what does he want in there? <laughs> there's nothing in there. You think this room's empty, Helen? You go to my garage. But then he flew right out. He just visited. Wow. He yeah. just wanted to check it out. He just wanted to check it out. He was like, hey, pretty nice garage. Wow. What if it yeah. was a warning? It I don't was know. A, a hawk could attack you, couldn't it? Couldn't I a, guess. A I hawk mean, like actually so. like do some damage, like injure you? 
apparently hawks can steal dogs, little tiny dogs. Was Chooch there? No. Good. But I've always, I'm not going to say make fun of, but I don't live in fear of my dog being picked up by a hawk. I know people who do, though. (laughs) I know people who do. And I don't want to shame them. Like, I understand. Like, obviously, if I was standing next to Chooch and all of a sudden a hawk picked her up, I would be very upset. But I don't live my life thinking that's going to happen, you know? That's what I'm saying. This was a warning. Change your ways, Jackie Johnson. Wow. I'm telling you. This was a message from the hawk community. Good luck to that hawk because I will hunt him down if he steals chooch. I wish I could. uh, Part of me wishes I had a hawk in my house to catch Belinda or Penelope. The hawk would definitely catch Sterling. Right. I'm just trying it out. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie, you are vegan. Yes. And I'm wondering, how do you feel about bugs? I hate and them, but I don't want them in oh, my do. house. Okay. Do, do you have a visceral, like, icky, yucky reaction? Yeah, I don't like hey, critters, look. really. Yeah. Like, hey, And I hey, also hey. agree <laughs> with Helen. Like, I don't want them in my home. I, I appreciate them and, and their role in our beautiful ecosystem. But at the same time, like, get out of my house, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, this summer when I was in Delaware... All kinds of critters were coming around. I mean, we had we had squirrels in the floorboards, you know. Ah. We had hornets, all these things, because we're out in the in the country, you know. Uh, and and I just was like, I, I I had forgotten my Texas roots. I've quickly, you know, I've been in LA almost fifteen years, and we don't have a lot of bugs no. here. And I've forgotten what it's like to like have bugs getting everywhere, and I just I don't like it. It, I literally, it's one of the reasons why I live in LA is, yeah. that, is that there's there's actually not that many bugs in LA. But if we do get them, I throw them out alive if I can. Like uh, just a couple days ago, there was actually a cricket in the kitchen and I said, get that thing out of here. We have been having crickets too. So and I don't I. know how they're coming in. So in Texas, this is alarming. This might be intense for y'all to hear, but there were points where I would, like, I remember I was pumping gas. I got out of my car, and there was a sea of crickets. Like, when I Ugh. got out of my car, they no. were moving about. No. They're everywhere. No. I hear I would, them now, in fact. I would freak out. It, that's It's very buggy. Uh, and so one cricket was in my house, and I said, oh, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. And then did you have, like, a, a sea of crickets? No, that's been it. it. This just happened. But I made my fiancé, Ben, I made him put a cup over it, slide a paper under it, and go let him outside. Wow. And I said, you're not allowed in here. Um, I ha- you have to make it known, you know? Like, you, yeah, you're I don't right. care where you go, but you can't come in here, buddy. Right. Yeah. you got to reinforce. In the same way when you train a dog, you want to reinforce it with, like, I don't know, physically moving them away or whatever, you know, a couple right. Uh, on yeah. a couple ways to let them know. Um, Isn't there like in the Bible, like the locusts, there's like a horrible a plague of locusts, a yeah. plague of locusts. Yeah. So yeah. is this like the dawning of the apocalypse? Like each of us finding crickets in our houses? I, I mean, as if I'm going to s- any more signs. Right. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. There's like, it does feel like things are speeding up and they're apocalyptic. It is. These are some crazy times we are living in. Um, Going back to bugs, Elliot and I were playing outside, and I went inside, and I left the door open. Elliot's your husband? Elliot is my son. (laughs) (laughs) Elliot is my son. Um, And I left the door open, and I was – he said, I'm going to go to the door 
um, to keep the bugs out. And I assumed he meant he would go close the door. And I just here goes the door and he goes, go away, bug, go away, bug, go away, bug. And he just yelled that the entire time I was inside. Did it work? I think it did, actually. I don't know if that's coincidence, but I think it did. Do you guys think it would work if I got down on my hands and knees in front of the stove and said, Belinda, Penelope, Sterling, non-binary name, please exit the premises? Do you think that that would work? No, I don't. don't. Mm -mm. Ma'am. I mean, it's not going to hurt to try. Right. This is also true, but I just feel like your charitable heart might be taken advantage of. Yeah. I think you need to get a, um, are you, is this, you own this house? Yes. So you're going to have to call somebody, a holistic or, you know, uh, <laughs> exterminator. A shaman. Do they have holistic exterminator? A shaman. Yes. An extermination <laughs> shaman. Yes. To come give ayahuasca to the, mo- to the mouse. <laughs> I was thinking that because I have these weed gummies and I was like, I wonder what would happen if I dropped some weed gummy bits in front of the stove. I think they would tell all the other mice, hey, this is a chill-ass house. (laughs) Y'all need to come over. Speaking of shaman, you know that, and I don't want to give him attention, but you know that um, the QAnon shaman guy Mm -hmm. who, like the most, uh, the the image that's sort of seared into my mind of the guy in the fur hat with the horns and the flag paint on his face. I hate how attractive he is in those photos. Am I the Mm. only one? Now, outside of his makeup, (laughs) I was relieved to see that he's not attractive. And he just looks like the the asshole I know him to be. Yeah. But in the makeup, it really does something for me. Yeah. The funniest funniest, uh, reference to him I I read on Twitter was somebody called it a Chewbacca bikini. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that too. Like Chewbacca bikini. Yeah, it's hot. Apparently he is a failed actor who lives with his mom. And like, I feel like that all checks out. I'm not making fun of anyone who lives with their mom, especially not right now. But the failed actor part. Um, Listen, you guys, this episode is sponsored by Apostrophe, a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. Prescription acne treatment really works, but it's hard to get. You have to take time off work to see a doctor and sit in line at the pharmacy for your medications until Apostrophe. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll get treated immediately and your medication are delivered to your home. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history. Then just snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. The best part is that Apostrophe offers topical and oral medications so you can treat your acne from the inside out and the outside in. Apostrophe treats acne and they also help you hit other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. Okay, so I, they, they came in on to my show and into my life at the perfect time because I have been wanting to get a Retin-A prescription. I've never used Retin-A. I've never had Retin-A. I don't have a regular dermatologist, but I was thinking now that we're all in our houses would be a good time. Well, I want to try Retin-A because it's supposed to be so good with like evening skin tone, texture issues, fine lines, all this stuff that I'm now concerned with. Um, and I thought now that we're all in our houses is like a good time to try it because it sometimes can cause peeling. And also you're not supposed to go in the sun, which I don't normally go in the sun anyway. However, 
Um, so I used apostrophe. I got my prescription for Retin-A, Jackie, after this, I have some questions for you because I have not had, I have like a pretty weak, I think, prescription. Um, and then also I got some, some skin bleaching cream for the dark spots and it is like the best thing going in my life right now. And yes, it's a pretty, you know, things are fairly static, I'd say. However, my skin is improving. So I'm like excited to put it on every night. The packaging is great. The, the box that it comes in, the information, and it was super easy. Um, I just, like they said, I just filled out a questionnaire, took a front picture of me from the front, from the side, and one each from the side, sent it in. And then my doctor wrote back with the prescription. Um, and you can like indicate whether if you have a specific strength in mind, or if you'd rather have fewer side effects, you can kind of they, they tailor it to you. Get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash best friend and use our code best friend. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash best friend and click begin visit and then use the code best friend. Sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe, A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash best friend and use code best friend to get your term dermatology visit for $15 off. And we thank apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. I also want to talk to you guys about me undies. I'm wearing me undies right now. I'm wearing the cutest strawberry patterned me undies you've ever seen. They're not all cute. Some of them are manly, but they're cute and manly and colorful and exciting and also subtle if you I mean they just they have every they have everything and they're super comfortable. Meandies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. That's why Meandies not only uses a sustainable, breathable, soft as heck fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. It's total comfort inside and out. And aforementioned husband Daniel loves them and wears them. We could even wear matching undies if we want, but we don't because we're not that cute. But we could. MeUndies offers classic colors to ridiculous prints. It's all so you can fully express yourself in your own unique way. MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison. Okay, so Jackie, I wanted to ask you, my Retin-A question. Yes. I am using 0.018. Oh, wow. That's like a real gentle, real mild one, right? What do most people start with? Um, I don't know. You know, I'm using a 2%. Oh my God. Yeah. You're, you're like, you're, you're on the other side of that decimal point. Yeah. But it, it depends on a lot of things, you know? Um, Mine is encapsulated retinol, so it it actually goes deeper into your skin, so you don't see as much of the reaction. I've actually had no reaction. I've had none. I've had no flaking at all. Uh I've had no redness at all. Is that prescription what you have? No. I had one through sort of a similar vibe than you were discussing, and it was Uh .05, and I was having really... I was having reaction. So interesting. Yeah. So I am. So yours is point. Yours is a two percent retinol, though. Is yes. That different. That's is that different than Retin A? I think retinol is. Well, Retin A is a brand name. Oh, or then um, tretinoin. Trentin, that, uh, tretinoin. I feel like it is different. 
I think, yeah. So I'm not having any peeling or anything yet with mine, which is why I'm like, do I, should I get a, should I ask, see, I guess I should just, I should just talk. How many nights a a week are you doing? So it it says to use half a pump every night a week, but I was so worried that I've been doing it every other night a week, but I've started stepping it up. Yeah. Like I did it. That's smart. If you're not having a reaction, you can step it up. But you can still have the effects without having the reaction, right? Because in my mind, it's like you need yes. the peeling to reveal your new face underneath. Yes, of course. It's yeah, actually yes. a good thing. If you're not having a reaction, that's a really good thing. Okay. All right. Tony but just make Helen. sure you're doing your SPF every day during the day. I have been. Yes, I yeah. have been. Except I had to come out for a second today with a hat on, but I was very afraid. Um, do you guys have Retin-A uh, experience? I, all I'll say is both of you look radiant. Allison, when you came on, I really, I didn't say anything, but I thought you did look snatched. Thank you. You you both look radiant. Your skin looks incredible, flawless. You have like a, a, like a slight like glow. You guys look great. I mean, thank you. I think the same when Helen came on, I thought to myself, beautiful skin. And uh, I thought snatched, snatched skin. I don't, I don't <laughs> use that word, but I want to. By the Did way, she I do just blow up. That's what I Mine is two point two percent. Two point two percent. Yeah, retinol. retinol. And I've had no reactions from it. I'm scared to use it because I don't. I'm very slackadaisical about using sunblock, and I'm in the sun every day because I walk my dog. You have to put sunscreen on yeah. every single day. You have yeah, to. I'm super slackadaisical about it, so. I am not, I don't use it because I do know that you can actually make the dark spots worse if you yeah. don't. If, if you, you don't put sunscreen correct. on, for sure. Yeah, correct. You so. know what's funny? I was very, like, I never, I, I don't go in the sun very much anyway, but the little bit of, in the oh, like, it used to be the little bit of sun I would get, I didn't want to put on sunscreen because I'm like, I rarely go in the sun. If I can get a tiny bit of color, that's good. Um, and with Oliver, the dog we had before Wendy, I would walk him kind of midday without anything on. And I think that's when I really got the, the dark splotches that now are actually almost gone. But, um, and so every, like my whole life, people have been telling me you need to use sunscreen and I've just disregarded it Same until I went to a dermatologist because I had a bump on my face that I was worried might be skin cancer. And it turned out to be um, seborrheic keratosis, which I came home and I looked up and it's referred to as the barnacle of aging. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that guy, I couldn't feel worse about this. But anyway, <laughs> it's totally harmless and you get them as you get older. And she, she um, froze it off, but she asked me about my sunscreen I said, and I said, I'm not good about it. Um, and she's like, oh, you got to wear it all day, every day. And ever since then, I really do wear it all day, every day. And it's just weird to me that I was not open to hearing. It's not like it's the first time someone ever said it to me. But for some reason, that one sunk in. Maybe because she was holding a can of liquid nitrogen or something. <laughs> well, there's, uh, that, there's two. It's a double-edged sword because we do need vitamin D. Um, and vitamin D cannot access your skin past sunblock. So you can take vitamin D though. You can take vitamin D. Um, and the only reason why I bring this up is because my vet, my vet is also attractive. Um, uh, he, I'm going to need to independently verify. Yes. I can send you photos. (laughs) Um, he, 
got my whole vet's office got COVID. Oh, geez. All vet's office got COVID. And it's a, a very nice, reputable vet hospital in a very nice neighborhood. And I get this email suddenly out of the blue. This is like six months ago at this point, like five, six months ago. I get an email out of the blue being like, we're closed immediately. We're un- indefinitely. And we will let you know when we're reopening. And I'm like, what the hell? And my vet is a personal friend. So I text him. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, we all have COVID. Every single one of us on the staff, all the vet techs, everybody has it. We have to shut down the entire hospital. My vet got so sick. This guy is young. He's fit. He's a marathon runner. He's an avid bicyclist. And he's like, I had a- He enjoys long walks. Long walk from the beach. Right. His favorite movie is Beaches. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, Helen, I had 103 fever off and on for two weeks. I was so fucking sick. And I'm like, how is that possible? You're the picture of health. And then it turns out he had a vitamin D deficiency because he's so good about putting on sunblock that his skin never actually gets enough vitamin D. Well, I remember that was one of the things floating around, you know, months ago was that like you should take like vitamin D potentially could prevent COVID. Yeah, Yeah, I'd heard that too. Yeah. But I feel like they, they'd abandoned that one. I bought an extra bottle of vitamin D because I was like, I was, this is why I'm no Nostradamus. I was like, there's going to be a run on vitamin D and I'm not going to be caught without it like toilet paper. I'm going to buy a bottle of vitamin D. And then, you know, there's been no shortages. <laughs> yeah, your body needs it, though. You know, like definitely put the sunblock on your face for sure because uh, aging. And, but also, like, I feel like you should at least have a little bit of sun somewhere on your skin at least for five minutes. Yes, you need to be in the sun when you wake up because it helps your um, your eyes. The Your brain processes the light and knows that it's now time to wake up, and then it will automatically start letting the serotonin in your brain kick in in like 12 hours to let you know it's time for bed. Oh. And if you don't do that, it, that's why a lot of people have sleep issues. Mm, I did not know this. Um, I learned that on TikTok. So it's fact. <laughs> a 12-year-old told me that while dancing to the new Bieber song. Jackie, what's new with you? I mean, honestly, I was going to ask y'all something. Lay it on us. Uh, so I think I'm going to cancel my wedding. Mm. And not because like we're not getting along or anything like that. Just because um, COVID. Yeah. yeah. When, when was, was it, it going to be? Uh, Valentine's Day. Oh. So we've already cut it down to nobody. So <laughs> so nobody's going to come. So it would basically just be an elopement. But I still feel like I should cancel it. Because well, I just feel like it's weird right now to even do anything. Yeah. You know, even if nobody's coming, that. like I, I would still be traveling to Texas mm-hmm. and that feels weird, even though everyone's traveling, everybody went somewhere for the holiday, like whatever. It just feels like it's in bad taste. And I don't know if I want to like relocate my germs to another state right now. Yeah. It feels, it feels shitty. And 
I hate it. I don't want to do it. I've worked really hard on this, but already we've cut the guest list. There's nobody. It's just going to be us. And I'm like, I have a band. I have, I mean, not a band. I have a, uh, a string, string duo. I have flowers. I have video. I have photographer. I have all these things. And I'm like, just for us. Yeah. Seems like all those things were just us. Yeah. I mean, this is a real, uh, a real money question, but like, are you, would you be able to postpone or reschedule without losing a lot of money? Uh, I don't know if I want to reschedule because at this point I'm realizing that you can't make plans right now. Right. Can you cancel without losing money? No, I would be out money for sure. And, um, but I feel like I can't do it just for that reason. Yeah. That feels shitty. And also like losing deposits versus spending more money in order to not lose the deposit. Like I'm in a really, I literally last night, I haven't sobbed that hard since I Mm. found out about my marriage ending. Like it was like literally the worst. I was like, I had to pee. I was like peeing on the toilet while sobbing. I remember being like, I'm going to tell Allison about this. (laughs) Now, every time anything (laughs) happens, I always, I was just like, this sucks. You know, this just sucks. But I don't, now I know how everybody in 2020 feels. All my friends that had to cancel their weddings and lose all their deposits. And like, I know how they feel. It's just when we planned this, I didn't know we were going to be having another huge surge. I didn't know yeah. one yeah. in four people in LA would have it. I didn't know this new strain that was in Europe is now floating around California. I didn't know Austin would, that's where I'm getting married. But I didn't know Austin would be having this huge uptick, which they are. It just feels weird and i i know every time i see somebody on instagram like in another state i'm like oh how'd you fucking get there mm-hmm. why are you traveling like it just feels like we're it, i don't know i'm i'm i don't know well what does your fiance think have you talked to him well about we it? both feel the same way yeah you know um i don't know there's a lot more to unpack with it i just I'm like, why do I want to get married so quickly? Why do I want to get married so bad? Like, mm-hmm. is it the end of the world if we just wait till the end of the year? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't But think it for is. me, I feel like I've already been waiting. I've been waiting my whole life for this. And like, I think it's compacted on because of my divorce and everything. It's like, no, I know this is for real. This is it for real. And I want that to start. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait anymore. So it does, even though it's only a few months, it just feels like I don't want to wait. I don't. It's like Paul Cole. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. I just don't. But also, like, we we could just get married on Zoom, you know, on the courthouse and just be done with it. But I converted. I, like, I wanted to have my beautiful Jewish ceremony. Like, I'm in the thick of it right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. It sucks. Jackie, I wish I could give you a hug. Yeah, that's it. Just well, sucks, you know, and it's selfish. It's selfish, really, to to want to have a a wedding right now. I know that, and just sucks. Yeah, but it's it's. I don't. I, I wouldn't think of it as selfish. I think it's just it's yeah. it's a normal thing that people want in this it's, time. It's a sucks. rite of passage that you deserve that has been robbed from you because of the fucking crazy times we live in. And don't right. don't beat yourself up about it. And I actually think the fact that you're even asking yourself these questions means you're really self giving person and a really thoughtful person and a really um humane person to even be questioning because there are some bitches out there that are like of course i'm having a wedding and you better show up and oh no it's happening i've talked to the wedding planner she's like oh i had a hundred person wedding last weekend i mean 
I don't get it. It's wild. And she's looking at us like we're crazy almost, like that we care because people don't care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would how would it feel if you canceled the wedding with the idea that when it's safe, you'll do the ceremony that you want, but do like a courthouse Zoom wedding thing sooner so that you if that's important to you to like make it official soon. Yeah. There's a lot more of complications. Like we've been working with a rabbi in Austin. So if we don't get married there, we can't use her, you know, uh, we we've literally been talking with her every week for months. That's all gone. We're done. Right. We can't, she can't marry us in California. Like, uh, you know, so it's like, okay, we'd have to find somebody else. We'd have to find, I guess we could fly her out, but I don't, it just, you know, what it, it's just—it's just hard. It's a lot of grieving. It's a lot of yeah. you know, time, and it's honestly time wasted. Um, money, my time is my money. So I don't know. I'm. It sucks. I don't know. We have to decide quick because we have like three day. I guess when this episode comes out, it'll be the fourteenth. That's the thirty day cutoff. You know, like so. Some deposits could get, I could get like half of them back or something. Is there a way it could be done safely? I mean, I don't know. We were going to drive, but I, I talked to a friend who was like, driving's even scarier because these middle of, middle of Texas and these towns don't wear masks. Nobody cares. The rest stops are gross. And it's, it's more, I want other people to be safe. So I don't want to like bring my COVID germs into the Austin community. Mm -hmm. But I won't, you know, I can be as safe as I possibly can, but we have to get to Texas somehow. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing is getting to Texas is, is bad. Like if I fly, I could have it and give it to everybody. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's the only thing I'm concerned about is just me bringing it in. That is a real dilemma. And that is very, I just want to piggyback on. What Helen was saying. The fact that you're asking these questions is great because I do feel like a lot of people aren't and more people need oh, to. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people aren't, but that doesn't mean it's okay for me to just do it anyway, you know? Right. Because half my Instagram people are out of town. Yeah. Half my Instagram. I'm like, what are you doing in Africa? <laughs> what are you doing in Africa? I, I want to know. are in Africa right now? Yes. There's this lady that I met at a... Th- I shouldn't say anymore. Of a person I met once that I followed, you know, when you meet somebody once and you follow them and then you never see them again and you're like, Oh, I wish I could unfollow you, but I feel like an asshole. Like, but you really liked them that one time. Like she's in Africa right now. Hmm. What What is she doing? doing? That's my question too. This lady goes to Africa and I feel bad on a two hour flight. (laughs) Half my feed is in Hawaii right now. And I'm, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but like, you know, yeah. The thing is, it sounds like even if you could do it the safest you could do it, if I'm hearing you correctly, you still feel like maybe you just shouldn't because it's just not the time for celebration. Is that right? It's not necessarily the time for celebration. I just feel like we're having a really bad case here. Austin's having a really bad case. I just feel like the whole thing is like, hey, don't leave your house right now. Don't, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to fly into another state. It's just, it's in bad taste. I'm going to blank out her name, but 
Again, if you are follow, if you're on patreon.com slash Alison Rosen, she's a beautiful woman. She's next to a penguin. Yeah. She's in Africa. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. She's, that is an African penguin. Here she is on her safari. Here she is on the safari. Yeah. She looks like a, an ad for tennis balls or something. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, and, and nobody's commenting like, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. There's also no mask. I'm like, hey, what are you doing there? Can we also, and by the way, when people quit my Patreon, there's an exit interview and they can say why they quit. And someone, my favorite was the woman who quit because I touched my hair too much. (laughs) Hey. Wait, how do you do that? I want to know why people leave. Oh, if you look under, like on the left under patrons, there's something that says exit interviews. And it's just a tip. A tip for any of you thinking of leaving. I love you. Thank you for sticking around for so long. But um, it, it's anonymous, but you can kind of sink it. You can you can figure out who it was by anyway. Okay, so the other someone also recently left because I talk about COVID too much. So anyway, my one more thing about COVID, and I feel like okay, I get it, but it's going on. Yeah. But anyway, um, did you guys see the news? This is some hyper local news for my global audience. Uh, the specific company in LA that was running yes. the test, Curative, um, there's like a whole problem with all these false negatives yeah. from Curative, and which I feel like a little, and they're saying that the tests were really only supposed to be for symptomatic people. And I don't know if it's specifically Curative's tests that are problematic or if it's like, it's just the timing of when you are positive versus when, versus the incubation period. I don't know if it's every test, but anyway... It turns out the like, I don't know if it's billions of dollars or millions of dollars contract for these tests was given to this startup run by a 25 year old with no medical experience, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Although I have to say, I was pretty impressed with like how fast you got your results. I mean, it seemed like Curative ran a pretty tight ship, except for the accuracy of their tests. <laughs> except, <laughs> except for the for thing that, that matters thing. the most. Yeah, but I mean, you know, in terms of the emails and stuff, they were pretty good. Yeah. Should we do? Does Helen have to leave? I push my I push my call to six thirty. Oh my oh, god! Great. Yeah, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. No worries. I Jackie, I, thank you. Thank you, Jackie. I'm very conscious of time. Yeah. It is it's not necessarily a good personality trait, but <laughs> no, I feel like it's good. I mean, for I hear what you're saying, but thank you because I'm a want, clock I watcher. I don't want to. I I am, except for when I'm not. I don't want to be rude. Now um, I just want to go read all my Patreon exit interviews. I'm like so curious why people leave. <laughs> Generally, they just select something like. It's Find, money, I'm sure. Yeah, it's usually money, but occasionally if they leave in a huff, they'll let you know that you touched your hair too much. Yeah. Um, listen, given the time, I think we should bring this one to a close. We will do Just Me or Everyone next time. If you would like to submit some Just Me or Everyone's, do that at uh, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Tweet them to A-R-I-Y-N-B-F and use the hashtag J-M-O-E for Just Me or Everyone. Um, and I would like to thank my new patrons, Genesis, Jennifer V, and Christina D. And also, did I write the same? That's weird. I'm confused by my own notes. But what I have is that Chris, oh no, that's, I see what's going on. Christian D upped. That's what happened. Christian D upped 
his uh, subscription. And then we have Christina D, who is a new patron or perhaps a returning patron. So thank you guys so much. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Um, also, I would like to draw everyone's attention to my Amazon storefront. I have spent so much time uh, curating all these different lists and stuff. You can shop all the items that I recommend highly and that I use and that I endorse. I've got my beauty and skincare stuff. Jackie Johnson said that I looked snatched earlier. Find out why. You can shop my podcasting gear, what I use to make this podcast. Um, I've got an Elliot section. I've got an Owen section. I've got a Daniel section. It's still as unflattering as ever because he still hasn't given me his list. So I've just been like noticing things that he uses and likes and putting them on there like Breathe Right Strips, Beano, um, nasal saline spray and his, you know, but also good stuff. But he uses all those things regularly. But also stuff that wouldn't make him feel embarrassed. Um, and uh, check out my other podcast with uh, Greg Fitzsimmons called Childish. And you just got fit dog. And um, this week I have Michael Buckley on the show, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. You can watch that. Please make sure you're subscribed. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a, f- a five-star review and a nice comment. That would help out so much. Thank you for all your comments. Um, Helen, where do we go to find you? Um, you can go to at funny Helen Hong on Twitter or Instagram at funny Helen Hong. Don't follow that other Helen Hong. She ain't funny. No. I, I, I might. Do I hate her? Should I hate her? I do. Okay. Yeah. I'll join you. I do. Yeah. And please keep us posted on Belinda Penelope's name and also her whereabouts. If Tyler Candleco calls you back. Oh yeah. my God. I'm calling you guys. E- well, I'm going to try to record it and then call you guys immediately. And I feel like I'm going to go buy this Tyler Candleco co- co- candle. Tyler I Candleco love this candle. candle. And I'm telling you, they have like 50 candles and they all, they're, I think they're really good. I need to go get myself one. Jackie, where can we find you? Please plug all your things. Well, I'm at Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram and uh, at Jackie underscore Michelle on Twitter. And my podcast is called Natribute, and it's every Thursday. And I would really love if y'all could come hang out there. Uh, We have a good time. It's a beauty podcast. Um, You never know what you're going to get. A brand founder, a comedian, you know, Helen, you got to come on Natribute. I've had requests. I would so love I'm going to come bother you about that soon. Um, we have a great time every Thursday. And then I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. It, it's so fun. And I said this last time, Allison, we need to do a crossover. I agree with you. We need let's, to do let's that. Let's schedule it for some time. Let's do and it. And I think it'd be fun if you came on and did one of the quizzes from a vintage magazine with me. I would love to do that. Yeah, on a Zoom and everybody can watch. And then they let's can play along. Oh, that would be so much fun. Let's yeah. do that. Okay, we'll talk. Tony? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at... Tony Thaxton! And uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And uh, I also just want to say real quick uh, that, as Jackie was saying, this time sucks. We can't be with people we want to be with. Uh, and uh, tell your friends you love them. Because... You don't always know when is going to be the last time. Do we want to say, I feel like we should say something about that. I was actually thinking of saying it at the top. So this guy, Neil Mahoney, who was a comedy editor and was he a writer as well? A director as well. 
an uh, an editor and director um he unexpectedly passed away last week and my feed on Instagram is just so many people posting photos of him and their memories of him he was and I met so when I interviewed Jonah Ray years ago Neil came with him and I met him and then we followed each other on social media I didn't know him you know beyond beyond that but I feel like I've learned I feel like I've gotten to know him through people's memories and he sounds like he was such a great guy so supportive just like really wonderful to be around and and hilarious and um I I wish I had known him I wish I had known him Yeah, he was a wonderful man. Um I wasn't a super close friend of his, but when I was 24, I was in a movie that he directed. Um it was my first movie ever. It was a lot of our first movies ever. And um he's always just been the warmest presence and every time I'd randomly go into a room and he was there it was like I felt comfortable around him you know I ran into him at the gym it's like random we were just dming a couple months ago about his pink recording studio that he was building and he said look it's pink you know (laughs) he's just a sweetie and it's really really sad he was loved and and beloved he was beloved in the like alt comedy world and um yeah I mean I I spoke for Tony I know Tony was a lot more close to him than I was, but I just, he's a sweetheart and it's really, really sad. It is definitely a huge loss in the alt comedy scene for sure. Tony, do you want to say anything? I know you guys were good friends. Um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were friends, uh, known him for, I don't know, probably seven, eight, nine years. Um, yeah, we weren't like crazy close or anything, but you know, we were close and he, yeah, everything, everyone, said about him is totally true he's just a person that would just go out of their way for anybody even if you didn't ask him to and uh yeah all the all the stories people are sharing are totally true it's not just people saying nice things after the fact um and uh yeah i he he did countless nice things for me over the years and always fun to hang out with and um yeah it it sucks it sucks really bad it seems like from everyone's stories he was kind of a fixture in a lot of people's lives like he was described as being the the first to co- to arrive at a party and the last yeah. to leave oh no he would he would be the first to show up but he was the king of the the irish goodbye of you just like suddenly you'd be like where's neil i respect and, that yeah uh, he uh but yeah, that was his move. His comedy expertise plays into a lot of things that you probably wouldn't think it did, but it did. He was behind the scenes, and he didn't need the spotlight. He didn't need the notoriety, but he, a lot of very funny people respected his opinion very highly. And he, he's just a sweetie. It was yeah. a shock when I got that email. Matt Besser emailed all of us and told us, and it was just definitely a shock. I didn't know he was having issue like health problems, but. Yeah, it's it I mean he he had had a, a procedure recently but uh I, th- I thought everything was okay. Right. Like it, he he led us all to believe that everything was okay and that still may have been the, I nobody knows what happened. So 
He did Drunk History, Key and Peel. What were the other? He did some of the Between Two Ferns stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the Meltdown show. Yeah. Don't look up stuff. don't look up the movie he directed that I'm in. It is extremely problematic and did not hold up. <laughs> oh my to God. no fault of his or mine. What's it called? Or do you not I don't say? even want to tell y'all because I don't want y'all to watch it. I think I've, okay. I've seen some of it. I, I know. Yeah, it. it's very silly. It's like a pee-pee poo-poo <laughs> toilet humor stoner movie that Matt Besser wrote, and I was in it when I was twenty-three years old. Um my first like gig, I guess you could say, and we all thought we were famous, you know. Even though it was like an ultra low budget movie that was shot in twelve days in like this panic. <laughs> but Neil was always chill and cool and supportive and just a sweetie. And I've I mean, I've literally known himself a little baby, it feels like, and he was always just like a wonderful guy. It's really sad. Yeah. Everyone's really, really sad. sad in this like kind of comedy corner. Yeah. yeah. He uh directed The Beachy Boys, which is a video that Tony made <laughs> that I think before I even knew you or maybe you had done my show as a guest once. I remember Daniel and I, I think maybe Daniel showed it to me like, "Have you seen how funny this is?" And I'm like, "I know that guy." <laughs> right? I Yeah, so I must have had you on the show once or something. We thought that was hilarious. We loved that. Thank you. Yeah. That was that was uh yeah, it was a thing I made and then wanted to do a video for it. And just I told Neil and he immediately was just like, I'll direct it and came up with a wrote a whole treatment, got all these people to work for it and never asked for a penny and just did it, directed it, edited it and everything. The Beachy Boys is the Beastie Boys music sung in the style and shot in the style of a Beach Boys video. <laughs> is it Sabotage? There's like three different songs because oh, yeah. it was like a like <laughs> fake infomercial kind of thing for this fake album. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, well, yeah, he will be missed. That is, um, I yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. It's just it this this year <clears throat> just feels so cruel, and this just feels like another another cruelty. Yeah, I know. We were all so happy to get out of 2020, and I feel like um, uh, this one's worse so far. Seems worse. It does seem worse and more chaotic. Yeah, I think it, it's almost as if the passage of time or our calendar is a social construct and doesn't really matter or mean anything. I think that might no, be... No, I think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's real. I think that... Uh, no, I know what you mean. Um, well... You guys, thank you for joining me. Um, sorry we were both bummers today. Yeah. No, people want to know what's really going on with people, you know? Right. And everyone listening is not feeling particularly chipper either, I would imagine. If they are, kudos. How do you do it? Um, everyone is going through their own stuff. and I mean, I was feeling stuff. fine until I saw you touching your hair, and now I'm just offended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely offended. Tony, is that Beavis on your jacket? It's Beavis mixed with Bart Simpson. It's a very oh. weird pin where Bart comes out of Beavis' hair. I mean, hair. I love that. It's my two my two interests combined. Yeah. Found it online accidentally. Had to buy it. Do you prefer Beavis to Butthead? I think so, yeah. 
Jack. I feel like Beavis had the cornholio thing, so <laughs> he's more canon than Butthead automatically for that reason. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. And um, Jackie, I hope you figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got to decide quick. Sucky. I mean, there is a world where we just decide last minute, but we would lose way more money. Yeah. So it's it's a hard call. I don't know. I have three days to figure it out. What does your gut say? I mean, I want to go, but I don't want to. That's selfish. That's a selfish thought, you know? I totally get it, though. I would be doing the exact same thing. I, and I'm like the safest COVID person. But I feel like. I don't know that it's so wrong to do it if you can do it in like the most. I don't know. I, I, right. I feel like I'm gonna get shit from people. Well, that's what I. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's the the actual yeah. act of leaving the state and going to another state is already not a safe thing to do. Like that's that's right. the issue. If this was down the street, I don't think it would be a problem. I mean, there's no one coming. But is there not a way? I mean, I haven't been to these rest stops, but like, is there not a way that you go into them and you're not near other people? Because as far as I know, I was told that a lot of these little towns on the way don't wear masks. Right. I've heard they don't, you know, the rest stops are disgusting was the word used. The doctor told us flying is actually safer. Really? Because of all that mix. Yeah. But, you know, it's a risk to go. I, I don't mind risking me necessarily. I just don't want to bring in any germs to the city of Austin and, you know, help further perpetuate their problem and their cases. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Even, even being safe with masks and all that stuff. It's just, it's kind of shitty to, to leave your state when we're told don't leave your house. Uh. Yeah. I did it once, you know, last summer. I, I, I went to Delaware, and, and as soon as we got there, we quarantined as soon as we were safe. You know, I wouldn't be able to really do that this time. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I mean, that being know. said, like, there's all sorts of comedians who are keeping their tour dates. Oh, that's what I'm saying. There's lots of people going everywhere. Yeah. Oh, right. Don't make me show Africa Girl again. <laughs> people <laughs> no, are going okay. everywhere. Yeah. But, but just because someone else is doing something right. that's not okay doesn't mean it's okay right. if you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, my one. parents aren't coming. Like, it's a very fancy elopement. I never thought right. I would spend all that money just to get married right. by myself. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the question, too, is it's like even if you could put aside, you know, if you, if you could find a way to do it safely, is this the ceremony that you want? Right. That, you know, so pared down. Oh, I don't care if anybody's there, to be honest. Let's not forget I've already had this experience, you yeah. know? So what my about- family's already watched me get married. And, and once you've gone through that, you realize, oh, you know what? It was really, I really wanted it to be more about me and not what other people think and not what other people are having fun or whatever. So. Oh, yeah. I, to- I totally wish Daniel and I had eloped. And we <laughs> See, had that's what everybody says. Yeah. Everybody says that. So I want to elope, but I'm scared. I don't know if I should right now is, is right. the thing. Right. Ugh. It's it's hard. I don't know. Yeah. I feel horrible. I don't I don't want to have weird bad thoughts about it. You know, the kind that you would have if you can, if you decided to do it, right? Because it yeah yeah yeah. I just feel like planning anything right now is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Canceling it is the cleanest. 
you know, on right. it. It's just, it's just you, you know, you sacrifice stuff if you do that. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, I hope you find peace with whatever decision you make. Yeah. And if I felt like it's clearly one way or the other, I would tell you. And I don't feel that way. Yeah. That's what's hard about it. Yeah. Tony, what do you think? I feel personally, this is only my opinion, but it just seems like if you're having that many reservations about it, that it seems like maybe maybe you should postpone. I know it sucks. I know it sucks. I totally understand how much that sucks. And how right. much you probably don't want to do that, but if you're right. if it's this much of a thing in your mind and right. the potential of bad, you know, right? But yeah, I, I I get that that's not an easy decision. Yeah, I almost want to throw it out to the listeners, but I don't think we want to invite that many people. No, I'm going to anyway. get messages anyway. I did <laughs> <Yeah>. last time. <laughs> yeah. No, but if you guys do want to weigh in, what can they weigh in on from this show? Mm. The name of Helen's mouse. Yes, the name of the mouse. Please do that. Thank you guys so much. Everett, you guys, thank you for being on. Listeners, you matter. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend. 